are back with another Deadlands Tales from the Shattered Coast Adventure. This is Session 52 Part 1 with our usual posse of players, Sharon, Chris, Jameis, and Richard. Nothing new to report as we drive to the end of the Flood Plot Point campaign. Enjoy. And today our players are Richard reprising his role as Guy Who Numbers Episodes. Hi, I'm Richard. I will be playing poor, simple, humble martial artist, Sean Chien Lu. And go ahead and uh, redo your cards, same as last time. But what do you have left there? I have the same as last time. You could listen to the recording that came out two weeks ago to hear the cards that I had. Over sacrifice, jump in the way of the thing, bullseye, t- double damage with a ranged attack, inspiration, everybody plus two of the trait rolls for the next for the rest of the round, quick funeral, so become just like Sarah, perfect timing, dig anything out of the deck, and deadly blow, which is double damage with a melee And Jameis, reprising his role as... Hello, this is Jameis, I am playing Canadian adventure extraordinaire, Luke Villeneuve. And the cards I happen to have left over are Villainous Verbosity, Wild Card, Lose in Action, Unsurprising Repost, Hidden Stash, Arcane Spike, and Unexpected Insight. And Sharon, reprising her role. Okay, I'm playing Dr. Sarah Beauchamp. Um, and my cards are, well, it's uh, basically ex-Confederate Doctor Extraordinaire. And my cards are Second Wind, playing your hero to automatically remove all wounds. Um, and Unshake, Flesh Wound, uh, play to cause a wounded extra to rise immediately unshaken and unharmed. Dress to kill, you dress up, uh, your, your hero dresses up uh, for a night in the town. Or is otherwise far more attractive and charismatic than usual. Add plus four to your charisma for the duration of the current scene. Spill the beans, the subject of your questioning. Tells you everything you want to know, whether by friendly persuasion, intimidation, or force. And... What the heck is that? <laughs> oh, rise up, rise up. Play if the group is surprised. All heroes ignore the surprise and are dealt in as usual. And for now, I will be puppeting Chris, who is playing Eddie Guff, and his cards are Folk Hero. Play after you save a group of people from dire circumstances. The community adopts you and your party as local heroes, and you can always find aid there. Contact your hero sees an old friend or acquaintance who might help him in his current quest somehow. Of course, he may also look for a favor in return. Catnap. When a character has at least half an hour of undisturbed downtime to restore a character as if she had a full night's rest. This restores all power points and removes all fatigue. Angry Mob. Play during combat. A mob of angry locals equal to two per hero joins the battle as allies. Treat them as soldiers armed with whatever the GM deems appropriate. They stay for their current battle only. Spurred on, the character's travel distance is doubled for a day, or one character gains double pace for one round. And hopefully I will be able to extract my arm from Chris's behind, stop puppeting him when he is able to join us, hopefully, in 20 or so minutes. Well, the fact that it's Chris you're puppeting and not Eddie. <laughs> that is impressive. I am puppeting Chris, who is puppeting Eddie. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Eddie... 
doesn't know that he has adventuring cards or stats. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd be pretty aware. I'm pretty aware I have stats. Not particularly good, but I'm reasonably certain that Richard has stats somewhere. <laughs> uh, we're playing in a statless game, Rich. I'm sorry. It's just... Uh, oh, crap. It is. <laughs> All right. So what happened last time? Sarah, you uh, uh, went comatose on us a little bit there towards the end. Uh, so <laughs> what do you remember from the beginning? I am actually going to defer that over to Zhang. All right, I'm Yong. Yep. All right, Yong, what does, what does Sarah remember from the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Sarah remembers from the beginning. We did some stuff in town, which uh, I think that was just more information gathering from uh, Pascal. Bertrand. Yes, one of the Yes, Ansel slash Bertrand Pascal, depending on what he was called. We learned some more things from him about the Grimes. And then we went over to the Insane Asylum where we were trying to find uh, Fidel Salazar and Lonnie Bruce, who were the two people that. Hellman. Yes, Hellman wanted us to look at as they were previous uh, adventurers of his who had been taken ill. We had a look around the asylum and things weren't quite all they seem. But I'm not sure what conclusions we drew from that. Because I, or rather um, Yong, is not a medical person. That would be Sarah who would have drawn those conclusions. If only she wasn't suffering from a short-term memory loss. Did we strap Sarah into some sort of machine and pedal a bicycle to generate static electricity? <laughs> it was that, that blow on the head. Knocked me a little loopy. <sighs> Her Manitou took over for about half an hour and she went around killing people at random. Just not near you. That's that's all. Uh, it's all right then. All right, and so how did we last leave the session? Uh, we had dinner, and we decided to go wander around in the dark in the uh, meadow after dark, and we ended up going down some stairs, and we were in some sort of basementy place. And as with all basements, it's full of horror and dread, and that's where we left off. Yes, and Sharon, this is where I need you to make a roll here as they discover some pretty gruesome things down here. Uh, this is going to be a fear check. Uh, guts. What level was this? That's guts. Yeah, give me a second. Let me figure out what the minus was. I think I got a feeling it was negative five because I seem to remember saying flat neutral yeah. several times. Because then mm. we've got plus five to us, so. Yes, because I can't calculate the grip properly. Yep. Straight up guts check. Oh, we have a plus five to guts? Well, yeah. You you might have more because of your stuff. I mean, I seem to remember you've got the brave edge and you're undead, so I think you get a plus one to your guts, to your grit as well. So you might have a plus eight in total, if I'm doing numbers correctly. So... 
and if you're not... So it's a, we had a plus five and it's a minus five, so it's a straight up guts check with no... So, well, you have a, let's see, you have Brave, which gives you a plus two, and I believe you get another one for having a mana two and you giving you a plus three over your base. Uh, I had a plus four listed on my, on my sheet. All right. Well, so you easily make it. Nothing on 15. Yes. Wow. Nothing down here seems to disturb you at all. No, no, no. These tables that have uh, blood, uh, blood. Uh, what do you call them? Um, uh, they have grooves in the table to collect blood, uh, to pools in an area. These uh, pools of blood are connected to rubber tubes, about 30 of them. All the tubes are feeding into this huge steel tank at the other end of the room. There's a bunch of buttons and flashing lights and dials all over this tank. Huh. And I'm apparently going to fight something. <laughs> Okay, and, uh, surgical tables with blood collectors. Yep. Interesting. And uh, smells a bit like uh, an abattoir down here. Lots of lots of long, you know, not just recent bloodletting, but over a long, long time. Smell of offal as well. Uh, one of the reasons that you came looking down here is you saw some suspicious activity where the groundskeeper was dumping a whole bunch of uh, slop through like a sluice grate uh, that were ran down beneath the sanitarium. And let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm having a little hard time to remember this. Did you actually lose what was in the tank? So that's why you're having to fight something now? <laughs> no, no, no. It was because I found my fear check and rolled fight on the table. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. Okay. So I'm just all keyed up and ready. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you know, fists are bald. You're, you know, you're, you're a little twitchy looking around, looking at all the little movements in the shadows. A uh, bit of wind rustles some papers on a table. You start. And uh, <laughs> looking a bit wide-eyed around. All right, so uh, yeah, this is this is a really uh, really odd thing down here. Recent bloodletting has been undone on the tables as well. The uh, the rubber tubes and hoses seem to be still swollen a little uh, with uh, blood pumping as almost as if there were a heart on the other end of those rubber tubes. Are there, I mean, we have a smell, but are there any bodies or body parts down there? No, no, it's actually, uh, other than the smell, uh, you don't actually see bodies or anything else. I mean, the room smells like decomp. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's been, it's been a few weeks. Mm. Uh, reading the description again. No, there are actually, um, uh, there are various uh, bodies and various states of dismemberment around uh, on the steel tables, on the steel slabs. Um, young, old, men, women, just or just a general mix? General mix. Actually, uh, no children. These are all adults. Uh, looking at what's remnants of their clothes, which have been stripped from the body as they're kind of laying in nice, uh, orderly, uh, like, uh, clothes hampers nearby. They're all wearing the, uh, the kind of attire that the inmates, uh, had been wearing. Oh, oh, so they're basically wearing the hospital 
like hospital gown type things. Not right. they don't look like townspeople. No, not at all. Well, at least you don't see any other types of clothing in the uh, laundry hampers. They all seem to be the gowns that uh, all the inmates were wearing. It's not really so much gowns because they're they're um, yeah. they're like a uniform, um, you know, because they they stay in these things day you know day in day out. It's not like they're not like an examination cloth. It's actual clothing. It's all it's white, um, very cheap fabric, all sewn to one size. So if a person is larger or smaller, they've got to use belts or you know they're all made to a fairly large size. So it's not an issue for very large, but for the smaller people, they've got to wear belts and um, little wraps here and there for the shirts. Okay. Hmm. Um, is there, are there any like numbers or IDs on, on the, not on the bodies or near the bodies. Uh, but there are several, uh, paper bundles about, uh, they look like notes. Okay. I'm going to go look at some of those paper bundles. Sure. Um, give me a medicine roll. What are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, other than Luke, who is uh, really keyed up and jumping in shadows. Luke is the only one with a light source as well, I would point out. So your light source is kind of jittering around, making it very yep. difficult for you to read there, uh, Sarah. Well, Sarah doesn't care. but I, I don't care. The rest of us who are here, i.e. me, I guess. Yeah, Sarah's eyes kind of shine and glisten in the dark, almost like cat's eyes. Well, I stick as close as I can to the light source. So wherever... It's just bobbing around. <laughs> Luke, whatever Luke is doing is where I will be headed. Yeah, but you're constantly surprising me. Young <laughs> <laughs> looks like... Way as you whip the flame around into my face. Young looks like he's doing katas because he's kind of moving around with the light, <laughs> bobbing and weaving. <laughs> I have heard of this... Shadow boxing, but I did not think this was what they meant. Uh, healing rolls high. Okay, um, they're detailed anatomical notes. Um, he's basically, he doesn't give like patient's name. Uh, it just you know it's got a date. Uh, the last one was a uh, like a yesterday, and it's giving notice of like well the spleen had a few. You know, tears in it here and there. Uh, liver shows cirrhosis. Uh, patient was probably uh, uh, a heavy drinker. You know, lots of notes on all the organs. Okay. Is there any notes at the beginning as to what this is for? Uh, you flip through, and this seems to be about a month's worth of notes. Um, and he's already well into cataloging various organs and pieces at this point. So you think that uh, this is only his most recent. Uh, doesn't look like he's got a filing cabinet or any further research notes in here. Hmm. Okay. Um, just estimating from the parts and the notes about how many people are we looking at? Well, looking around at all the dismembered torsos, count heads, uh, there are eight down here. Huh. Eight down there, and about how many is, are mentioned in the... That? And the notes correspond to eight bodies. Oh. Okay. Huh. And they're all like neatly dissected, pretty much, right? Uh, yes, although that you notice that uh, the organs that he has very carefully uh, described, their conditions don't seem to be anywhere apparent. And, of course, as I mentioned, the 
tables have all been created in such a way to pool and drain all the blood uh, into hoses. The hoses do seem to have some kind of suction on the end because like, you can see them kind of pulse and writhe a little bit and they're all connecting into that large metal tank with blinking buttons and lights. Mm-hmm. And that... Is that... Uh, there's an, is that tank isn't glass, it's just metal. We can't see into it, can can't we? can't see into it, no. Hmm. Hello, everybody. Ah, I can stop puppeting Chris. Oh, gosh. Pull what? that hand out of your backside there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just got started. We are just re-describing the, uh, the horrible laboratory you guys found down in the basement the last time you were there. Sarah uh, has right. unearthed some clinical notes that she's going over, and uh, Luke is freaking out at uh, every shift in the shadows, <laughs> every rustle of paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yong seems to be want to stay close to him, which is only freaking out Luke more. <laughs> huh. Well. Hmm. I think the only thing to do at this point is to um, basically, uh, he doesn't identify him by name, but does he identify him by patient number or anything? No, it just seems to be by day. By day. Starts off at like Tuesday morning, six o'clock. Tea and biscuit. One egg poached. First patient. (laughs) Spleen looks a little green. The egg is slightly undercooked. Okay, then the only thing to do then is to um, basically take... Hmm, I think we should take this notebook for in case there's a... It's not in a book. They're all loose pages that have kind of been um, uh, bound together, piece of metal through it, uh, an old-style clipboard. Oh, okay. And there's none, no other clipboards around? No, no. This looks like it's just a most recent sheath of notes. Okay. Uh, squaring away those notes, you guys, all of you here, uh, especially you, Luke, here, mm-hmm. there's a large thump sound that comes from the tank as if something shifted or moved around inside of it. Uh, I'm going to go over to the tank. <laughs> okay. Do we have to go over? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, one last question about those notes. Doesn't They're not signed or not initialed or anything. No, <laughs> they're done in a very uh, a very crisp hand. The, the notes are kind of, uh, while they're, the letters are well-formed and the man's handwriting is very clean, they're done in a very tight, small writing, as if he's trying to cram as much as he can onto one page. Does um, the hand, I, yeah. Does, does the handwriting look like the handwriting that was upstairs on the desk? No, it does not. There's another sliding thunk from inside the tank. This is a large tank. Um, Luke, you're taking a look at it. This is like a hundred gallon, a uh, hundred gallon tank, steel all the way around. Some of it's covered up in tarp, uh, but what you can see is uh, you know, it's got. 
you know, very large rivets on it. Uh, it's made of sheets of metal attached to a bank of blinking lights and mini buttons. All those tubes feed into the tank itself. As it makes another sound, I'm going to just thump the tank. All right. Um, okay. You thump the tank. It seems to be pretty thick metal. And when you do, there's a, there's a corresponding uh, much, you know, vibration as something thunks back in the same area that you uh, hit the tank. Uh, it hits back with a fair amount of force. Huh. Uh, Luke, can you try Morse code? I thumped the tank again. I'm just too, I'm too, I'm too keyed up to do Morse code, so I'm just thumping the tank again. You thump it back, and then boom, boom, it hits back twice. Much, uh, much stronger than before. The tank actually shakes a little. Thump, 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 thump. Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, actually, it just, it's just like wailing out thumps now. It's just like one after another, and the tank is starting to shift a little. It's starting to wobble very slowly. Um, is this the only tank here, or are there multiple tanks? Uh, this is the only... Well, there's smaller vats and such, but there's, this is the only one here that looks like this, which is an enclosed tank. Luke, I think you should stop. Yeah, I, I agree. And yet... You don't. No. <laughs> you still... You keep banging at it? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of keyed up, and this is what's reacting to me. I'm reacting to it as well. Right. Ah, fair, fair enough. I will give you a chip for that. <sighs> All right, uh, now the, the the thumps are coming in just rapid uh, succession, one after another. Thump, boom, 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 and the the whole take is starting to shimmy and shake, and uh, some of the tubes uh, start to come off from the tank, and it's just kind of spewing out. Uh, blood and offal, uh, just excrement, a little, you know, all kinds of nasty fluids are starting to come off of this uh, tube that ruptured. I will try I, and grab the torch so that it does not go out and retreat a bit. So I will it, retreat so a Yes. Yeah. I am retreating a bit as well. I am going to pull my guns and back up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke, uh, <laughs> you, you continue on with this? Yeah, I mean, I've got a D4 strength, so... Right, yeah, you're not doing anything to take, but you're agitating what's inside. Uh, then your blows get successively quicker and quicker as you're just pounding on it, it's pounding yeah. back, and then suddenly it stops pounding. The tank goes very still. And then you start hearing a kind of a creaking sound as of, of metal being stressed and pushed and bent. And uh, Luke, you're starting to see some of the rivets shake that are holding the plates together as if the inside is building up pressure. Now I start backing up just, just a step or two. <laughs> I'm going to back up. Uh, I'm going to back up a little more than a step or two. And I'm going to take that sheath of notes with me. <laughs> So that was a ping as one of the rivets pop out and there's a thick, slimy fluid uh, starts to pour out of the rivet hole and then bang, another one flies out. 
My guns are going to be cocked and loaded and ready to go. As I'm going to pick up a, 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 like a stool or something and get ready to hit whatever comes out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you I'm, backed up, but you're still the closest, Luke? I'm yep. going to stand behind Eddie. All right. Give me an agility roll, Luke. Me, agility? Never going to happen. All right. Uh, maybe more luck than agility, but one of the rivets goes flying uh, towards your head, and you, 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 you just turned your head just in time, but it missed, and it splatters against the wall with enough force it embeds itself in the concrete an inch or two. Bring it, I yell, and bash the tank with the stone. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a final uh, large press eruption as the rest of the rivets give. The drum explodes. Uh, bits of shrapnel and metal go all over the place. Uh, Luke, give me one more. Everybody give me agility rolls, actually. Because agile. I'm adding a new major hindrance to my character sheet called Luke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to need somebody to roll for me for a couple minutes. Oh, sure. Can we have a with us? can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, because I wrote the wrong sheet. That's why. She's still gone. FG just froze up on me. Did someone try to enter? Ah, Chris connected. That's why. No big, no big. All right, looks like everybody passed. So you take cover as uh, the piece of the sheet metal go flying through the room at very high speeds. The bits are embedding themselves around the concrete, um, the rock of this lower structure. And... Uh, Luke, you're standing there as now the very pissed creature has extracted itself. It is a plastic mass of flowing skin and muscle. It's covered with eyes and undulating tendrils that form as needed that kind of melt back into its bulk. It's just like this amorphous tentacular blob with sprouting eyes and teeth all over it. Uh, So everybody now needs to make me a gut check. Uh, Is it a shogath? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a shock. Um, uh, fear level is five, so this would be minus seven. This is a terror check. Okay. So everybody should be five or plus five, except for Sharon, who might be more. Yep. Sharon's good. Oh, it's a fruit tie. She can chip that if you want to do that for her. Oh, I'm going to roll mine as well and see what's going on. Uh, oh dear, this is... Uh, <laughs> this is not good. What happens if you fail a terror check? You roll on the table, essentially. Oh. Ah, I rolled on the table last time. Look what happened, it was fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, just quick question for you. Um, my guts check should be modified by my grit score? Yes. Okay. It shouldn't be plus four for brave. It should only be plus two for brave. Yeah, I think the other two are coming from. Um, no, because it says plus four yeah, brave. See if that is a modifier that Sharon has written it. Yeah. Right, but okay, my grits, my grit is eight. No, your grit is not. Your grit is six. It keeps increasing your grit because of a bug in the system. Do not go by what the thing is on there. Yeah, so but what happens is that Grit, uh, it taps out once you hit uh, Legendary, but the system doesn't. It keeps adding more Grit every time you get uh, 
more points put in. Uh, so okay. That is an error. You get so, plus two for being brave on top of that, and you get another plus. I, I cannot remember if I give you a plus one or plus two for being um, already dead. But either way, you would have made it. Okay. So you're good yes, you're, you're doing great. Huh, okay. Well, Young will spend a chip to try again. Oh, he's got. Oh, uh, Eddie probably needs you to roll for him. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So Eddie had rolled. Did you know? No. Oh. Ooh. Well, Young makes it with a raise now, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Eddie is fine. And uh, would Weemadai spend a chip on this? Does she want to be brave? Oh, what do we think, people? If she, well. Uh, Personality-wise, she would almost always prefer not to be afraid of something that shows. Sounds good. So there's a chip, and she rerolls. Ah, she's good. There you go. She's good as well. That's yeah, amazing. so Woo! in the face of a shoggoth, the, the intrepid party is fine. No issues. No, I'm not. Oh, did you fail? Yeah. Oh, you did fail. Right. Okay. Uh, are you going to chip it, or are you going to roll with it? I'm going to roll with it. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> okay, so it is... Uh, I said a, last time. It is last a, time it was when fine. When you roll, yeah. modified by the creature's fear penalty is a positive number. So you're going to roll a d20 plus 2. Okay. Two, two, two. Let's see if this works. Ah, I pushed it twice. Sorry, take the first one. 16. Oh, no, 18. No, six, well, fear table plus 2. Major yeah. phobia. Character phobia. gains a major. Uh, so I will let you uh, choose that after the heat of the moment. But yes, you have gained a major phobia entrance. <laughs> Maybe something against seafood. It looks kind of aquatic. Uh, <laughs> of a fear of struggles. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Things with too many eyes. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's pissed. You've pissed it off. Uh, sounds like we're in a combat round now. It's not, uh, not necessarily a good thing. Let's see. Somewhere here. Look out. It's very slowly advancing on us. It looks <laughs> like it might lash out of combat at any moment. No! Alright. Uh, for some reason, my interface has lost the combat tracker. That's alright. We don't need combat. There it is. Watch out. They're coming straight for us. Oh, it. Singular. He's coming straight for us. I've named it Thing That Does Not Like Luke. <laughs> <laughs> ah, amazingly enough, Eddie Guff gets an ace of spades, and you get to act first. Everybody should be able to see it now. Yep. All right, Eddie, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, everybody acts before. Um... <laughs> back up and have my guns pointed at it until it attacks one of us I'm just going to back away alright so you're going on hold not an issue uh, what does Wematai do um hey this might be fun here Wematai's got the power entangle let's use that on it 
Kind skill roll opposed by the target's agility. So let's see what she can roll with her D12 tribal medicine. Is she actually shaken? No, she is not. Oh. Hmm. I'll close that off. Pow! A four! Can the thing beat it with an agility of four? Alright, it has a agility of D10. Six! Yes, it... Ah, it does not get uh, intense, then. All right. That is a shame. <coughs> so what happens is uh, a bunch of uh, vines and uh, you know plants start growing and cracking through the foundation of the basement to try and uh, entangle the creature. And it's, it's just... Uh, its form is just so amorphous that the, uh, it just can't be entangled. It just kind of oozes between each of the nooses that the vines make. Yep. It's too slippery. Luke, you're standing in front of it. <laughs> it's, it's looking awfully pissed. Would the phobia kick in for me to run away, or would it just... Would it uh, we're still going stuff? with the initial fight. You're you're stuck in fight okay. mode. Right. The phobia yep, is something extra. You've got the stool, and I'm going to whack at it. <laughs> you break okay. the stool over one of its appendages. It puts out one of its eyes. Some of the teeth go flying, but it only seems to make it mad. It wasn't actually damaged, it was just a hit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, how much damage does the stool do? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does It does damage as, as per C previous description. <laughs> it, it seems to have little to no effect other than making it mad. Uh, young. Hmm. Well, I have seen Luke smash it over the head with a chair that has done nothing. So I will study its weaknesses, its things, to see if I can find any points on its body where there might be... Um, Do you want ed- the cards? Unexpected insight. Your character no, I'm going to try Okay, well, I do have this card. Unexpected insight. Your character watched or read something about a non-human creature he is currently fighting. He knows of its weakness, or if it is not, add plus two to his attack damage rolls against this type of creature for the rest of the session. Feel free to play it yourself. I mean, into your card. Did we have to come underground to get here? We did, didn't we? Yes, you did. Yeah, that is not good. Although there are some windows high in the ceiling. You are underground, uh, but you can still see... You know, the outside. Is it, is it a building? This is the it basement is. of the building, yes. Okay, then, yeah. I do not think my claustrophobia thing really works out. It's more... Really I'm high ceilings. High. The only thing that might set it off is the fact that the only light that's around is the bobbing, weaving... Well, no, you grabbed a torch. You grabbed it. Mm. I grabbed so, the torch. Yeah. From, so so you have the light, even. So, no, I, I think you're fine. All right, so, yeah, I... Try that. Well, there we go. I turn on one of my uh, powers which I am describing as hey I can see the weak points the chi life force points on the character, on the creature where it might be more vulnerable to attack that is how I'm describing it as a thing, it's damage field power that is my action for this turn so I do not okay, let's see uh do anything. Uh, it also we'll affects any adjacent creature who makes a successful attack roll against a subject. Uh, no effect on non-adjacent attackers. Well, it's not going to do anything right now. It's yeah. I'm just reading it. I punch it. Yeah, do stuff. Okay, good enough. Uh, right now, Sarah's turn is up. Okay, can 
I see. Um, is it advancing or is it staying right where it is? Oh, it is like squaring off against uh, <laughs> against Luke. <laughs> it looks I, like it has some something personal against him. Okay, I'm going to, I guess, back up the uh, back towards the exit a little more. Stare a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to hold action. If it moves, I'm if it if it starts making a really like aggressive move and rush, I'm bolting up the stairs. <laughs> okay, so we'll put you on hold as well. Uh. All right, which brings us to the thing that does not like Luke. <laughs> All right, uh, so there's two people on hold. The thing is obviously going to try and crush Luke between its loopy tentacular bulk. <clears throat> so if anyone on hold actually wants to take their action before this happens. No? Okay. No, I'm going to pass on it. I'm gonna, Same here. All right, so... Get on the thing solid. Everybody <laughs> loves Luke. Oh wow! You, you know, D ten fighting it rolls it too. So it's it's slam. It, it's just it's mad. It's just ornery, and it's lashing around with its tentacles. It's it's knocking over these stainless steel tables. It's knocking over, uh, you know, the different medical supplies that are on the shelf. It's just doing all kinds of havoc. Like it's uh, like it's posturing. Like it's making itself look bigger in front of Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people on hold. This is your last chance to do something with your card, or you go off hold. I'm not going to do anything. Okay. Neither. Uh, Young. They, the they stay on hold. They don't go off of hold. They so they can go on any time this round as well. They don't get dealt a new card. The whole point is they sit on hold to act whenever they want. All right, I'm wondering if that was something that was changed or amended because the combat tracker will not allow me to advance to another round until the holds are uh, taken care of. Some combats are on hold. Resolve them or continue. But I don't know how it works in this, but okay. I mean, that's the whole point of going on hold. Hey, I can't do anything this round to you, but when you pop out of cover, I'll come off of hold next round and then sure shoot enough. you in the head. We'll go with that. Right. I'll look it yeah. up later to see if anything changed, but we'll say... Sarah, I'm putting you on hold. Eddie's on hold, and you can interrupt Go whenever you want. Yeah. <clears throat> so young. Oh, um, the thing's thrashing around in the yes. thing. I mean, it's a horrible underground experimentation which man was not meant to know. And the last time we came across horrible things that man was not meant to know, well, they attacked various Chinese people. <laughs> so I'm not taking a chance on this one. I will go over and plunge my fist into one of these <coughs> I've identified on it. If that doesn't work, I will try and burn it with the torch as well. So I will be taking a fighting attack with each hand. So moving up next to it and smashing it with my fist, first of all, gets me... Oh, you're feeling great. 17, does that hit? Yes. Uh, however, your fists basically just kind of bounce off its rubbery surface. Now, your damage shield is considered mystical. So if that applies damage because you've now come in contact with it, that damage will be applied. All right. So we'll just do that one then. Well, no, it makes the whole thing magical. That's the whole point of it. Okay. Let me read that real quick. That's not how I read it, but I will give you the benefit. Uh, the, the target takes the field's damage, which is mystical, 
plus the character strength die. It doesn't seem to me that it makes your strength die mystical. All right, okay. Then take that. Oh, no, don't take that. That was the wrong button. Take that instead. Take five points of damage from the mystical. Food. All right. Uh, yeah, it wasn't especially uh, expecting to feel that. Uh, so it, it kind of thrashes and howls out in pain. And then I tried to plunge the uh, spear into it. Uh, sorry, the torch. Uh, torch as well. My other hand. So take that. I don't know whether it would do anything. Uh. I think I wave it in its general direction, and it's wary now because of what I did to it just a moment ago. It is. It has a toughness of nine, so that five points actually to do it. Doesn't do it. Uh, okay, Luke uh, and uh, your friend Young are confronting it. Everyone else is backed up. Yep. You have the shattered remnants away. of a chair in your hand. <laughs> yeah, without moving away, I drop that and pull my gun and shoot it. Sure. Yep. I shoot it. Bang, bang, bang. Good for me. Yep. Next. <laughs> there's anything mystical about your gun. So, yes. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, it's, not, it's not like you missed it. I mean, you hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's stuff just, spews you know. out of it, but it just seems to make it bad. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. Uh, we're going to go on to the thing that does not like Luke. Remember the two people on hold? You can jump in whenever you want. It's going to um, flash out. Uh, Luke, I, still- I would like to unload as well, when I see Luke start pulling his gun and shooting. Okay. Uh, keep in mind uh, that you are shooting into a melee now. So, yeah. Innocent bystander rules are in play. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. Sure. But I also had time to um, aim and all that. Yeah, I'll give you aim. And I want to use yeah, I want to use a trademark weapon, which is a Colt. So technically, going on hold does not allow you to aim. Uh, the action would be aim. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't use it. You've got Marksman because you have moved. Yeah, I, I do. I have Marksman. <laughs> yep, Marksman will help. Go ahead. Yeah. Just a roll. Don't get a, a one on the shooting roll. <laughs> All right. Um... If you Marksman, you don't need to aim. Don't worry about aim because it's basically an automatic aim as long as you don't move. Did not get a one. You did get a four, which is enough to hit it. Um, let's see. Are either one of your guns actually mystical? Uh, right hand of the devil. Yeah, you know what? I think that does make your weapon basically an artifact. Yeah, I'll count that. Sure, roll your damage for it. Uh, how would I damage? Should have a damage button under your, your gun there. Yeah, uh, you fill it full of holes. Uh, it seems to uh, rear back a little bit in pain, but it doesn't look like it has diminished it in the least. Yeah, uh, a weapon you heard uses uh, turning weapon into a powerful relic. Does extra damage die on the type of the entire damage? Yeah. <clears throat> so relic cult will on rifle do face three eight. So yeah, kind of relic. Yeah, you're you're starting to break up a little bit there, um, Jameis. But he gets an extra die type. Is that what it is for a relic yeah. gun? Yeah, because a relic weapon, which does an extra damage die of the same type as the weapon's highest damage die. Right, so it's uh, their D6, so it gets an extra D6? Yeah. yeah. Just roll one more D6 on the screen there, because that He's will actually... He's done that right there. That's it. Three D6. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's because two D6 is a normal Colt, so three yeah. was the extra, so you got Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, not enough to get past its uh, toughness. 
next round. Yeah. All right, so that was you jumping ahead of it. Uh, so it will go yes. now. Uh, even with the strange Chinaman here who's causing him pain, he's still really pissed at Luke. So he's and it misses again. It's so <laughs> mad at you, Luke, that it just doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get that. I do that to people. <laughs> I'm not as effective against them either, so. Okay, we right. uh, What does we matai try? Mm. Nope. That comes through, that shit. No. Well, she, I guess, will pull out one of her axes and just hit it. I mean, really? Anybody think of anything else she should be doing at this point? Can't remember her abilities. Defending, um, defend you? Try, perhaps she might know what this type of creature is and what's a good thing against it. It's obviously a man-made thing. This is not her realm. So the axe comes out and she smashes it with one of her axes. Which does nothing. Oh no, she hits it and she even cuts off little pieces of it. Uh, which we'll are... point out that she does have a mystical axe. She does. As okay. has previously been stated. Oh yep. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Time. Damage. Okay. Look at that. Three points of damage <laughs> with her tomahawk. Tiny pieces of it. Yeah, so she, she cuts off pieces of its limb, which, uh, you know, they kind of twitch around and uh, it, uh, and then they lay dead. Uh, other pieces that you've blown off with your gun, for instance, just kind of reform into the mass. Uh, but these just kind of just kind of lay there. So it's just done a little something to it, but once again, not enough to diminish it enough. Hmm. And Sarah, are you going to come off hold or are you going to stay on hold? Um, I probably left my, my double barreled in the uh, in our vehicle, right? Probably. You're walking around the sanitarium grounds. Right. I don't see why you would carry a shotgun. Yeah. So, um, about how far am I from the front? Like, how long would it take me to get to my gun and get back here? Uh, a bit. You went down a fairly long uh, stairway to get down here. Then you've got to go through the building uh, to your room. It, it it would not be quick. It would not be quick. Okay. <clears throat> then I'm just going to uh, get my Derringer ready. And if it starts coming up, I will try to aim exactly where everyone else is aiming and see if I can just add on to their damage. Okay. Uh, so you want to take the aim action then? Yes. All right. Fair enough. Uh, next round. The thing that does not like Luke goes first. <laughs> and it's it's tired of trying to slap you with its limbs and bite you. Now it's just going to try and envelop you. All right. And this is where the GM has played with too many systems lately. What are the grappling rules? Is this the grappling rules? This is the, the grappling gra rules are uh, make a fighting role. Opposed or uh, 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 uh. was opposed by something else. Damn it! Yeah, I know. Uh, make a make a fighting roll. Rolls an eight. What is your parry, Luke? Six. So it is successful. 
It's opposed fighting rolls to gravel. So, you make a fighting roll at the same time, Luke. So it wins. So, it grapples you. That's it. That's all that happens this round. It doesn't get a raise, it just happens to win. It, it is a whole Successfully gets you. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in its tentacles. Next action, it's turned to This action, it has grappled you. It, is, uh, it actually has enveloped you with its gooey, slidey tentacles. And uh, it's your turn. You're in the mass. Now, I think you can try and break out. Yes? Yeah. You may either try and break out or do any other action you really want to, but at negative four rather than try and break out. Hmm. There's something I'd like to do at this point, but I really don't know how well it's going to work. Arcane Spike. Okay. I activated damage-causing power they could normally use. Costs no power points and doubles deals double damage. The uh, character must make a vigor roll at minus two or suffer level, level of fatigue. All right. So what power are you wanting to use? Bolt. Bolt. Okay. All right. So you're basically going to uh, have one of your mad scientist gears like overcharge or something and cause... Uh, <sighs> Cause it some damage. I, I'll buy that. If I uh, sort of grab one of my devices and accidentally sort of shove it into my gun, thinking it's a bullet, fire it. Oh, wait, it wasn't. It was, in fact, a bolt of electricity instead. <laughs> okay. Right. So how does that work with the fact that I'm grappled and... Yeah, so since your powers are all in the form of gear, you have to activate the gear, um, which would need, in your case, uh, you're, you're pulling a trigger, we'll say. Um, yeah. So you're gonna have to make. A, uh, should we call this a melee? Since he really doesn't have to aim, since the whole thing's enveloped, he really just has to pull the trigger. Eh, I tell you what, make an agility roll, but you will take the penalty because you are minus four penalty because you are enveloped. Try and just get your finger okay. around the activation lever and pull it. So three is a fail unless you want to. I'm chip. gonna chip that with a red chip to give me a plus six. Mm-hmm. So that's another so chip. Get it off. Bit. All right. So you're gonna be doing direct damage to it. Uh, you just let your you know, sh- shoot the weapon off in there. And how much damage is it gonna do? I'm just rolling. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's a plus seven. So that's with a raise. It's a bolt. So that's whatever a bolt does, but the card says I do do double damage. And bolt I don't is two d six or three d six, depending on how many power points you would put into it. I don't need to put any power points into it. Exactly. Exactly. So I would do a three d six one. Exactly. Yeah. That's and then double it. So roll three d six and then double that. Is it that, double. or do I roll sixty six? You roll three d six and double. And then double the, the number. Yeah. Okay. 18. Okay. Uh, well, that definitely gets past its toughness of nine. So it is going to do, it's going to shake it and wound it. Two wounds if it has multiple. Okay. That, uh, that does not, however, break its hold on you. Well, I guess it does if it's shaken. Um, yeah, except I can spin a ship to unshake it at any time. So... <laughs> Why am I shaking? Click that. Don't click that thing. Stupid thing to click. <laughs> yep. Okay, uh, so you're still enveloped by it. You definitely did some damage to it. So on the outside, what happens is a thing just just envelops Luke. Uh, and then there's a, a shrill hum. 
Uh, and then the whole thing lights up in this like neon green for just a moment. And then there's like smoke that starts to boil off of the outside <laughs> skin and shrieks. Uh, but it is still holding Luke. Does it smell like ghost rock or what? It smells like burnt flesh. <laughs> uh, and young. Mmm, tasty things here. <laughs> yeah, dinner. See, it is so tempting to plunge my hand into the mess of this thing to try and pull Luke out. But since yeah. I have damage field on, hey, you will yeah. <laughs> Actually, since uh, even I, since it is, it did shake. Even if I spend a chip to unshake it, it did technically shake. So it, it's no longer actually holding on to you, Luke. It's just kind of draped over you. So you're not currently grappled, but you still are enveloped by it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nope. Well, um, I missed with the torch last time, so I don't know if that has any effect. But I will try and wave the burning torch in its direction and try to burn the skin of it again and then I will follow up with an ordinary fist again. Sure. Well, you know it can be burned because you can smell the burn. <laughs> true, true. I do know that he doesn't like the burn. That yeah, way. sure. Go ahead and just make a, 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 a fighting roll to apply the torch to a nice soft bit. Soft underbelly, hopefully exposed now, yep. There you go. Yes. Add it with a raise. Do I? It's got a parry of four? Uh, well, currently you can't parry. Um, actually, it's shaken. It's shaken. That doesn't mean it can't parry. That's true, it can't. You're right, you're right. Parry is normal when shaken. So it's it still a... beats its parry, but not enough. It has a parry of All seven, right. so you make it by so one, it's... so you hit. Does it not like fire? Uh, it doesn't like fire. Go ahead and apply some damage. Oh. I don't know what I would do for a burning. The torch is a d6. All right, so we'll find a D6. So you need to explode. Yeah, or it might catch it. It might catch on fire. Who knows? Pow! Nope, only two points of damage. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 flesh beneath the torch does uh, shrivel and burn a bit, uh, and it does kind of the mass where you apply it does kind of try and try and move out of the way of the fire. So you can tell it doesn't like fire, but it doesn't really do a lot of damage to it. And you follow up by a rapid punching. So yes. Throw your damage field. Yeah, of course, if you hit, you oh. do apply your damage field. Damage. Oh, that's 24 hit it. Oh, yeah. Do you get a extra D6 on the damage field? Well, not if Bert is saying no. The yeah, his, his, his fists punch does aren't, uh, yeah, aren't getting through, but it's the damage shield that actually is doing the damage. So yep, roll damage from that. Ugh, no, oh. it doesn't work again. So there we go. No, but it's I got a toughness of eight, so you would shake it's it. It's got a toughness of nine. Ah, well, looking on the sheet, it's not. It's not. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not using those stats. I just grabbed something <laughs> and threw it up there. So okay. yes, so I will set everybody else. It does not look fire or lighting up from the inside. <laughs> and Sarah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Wherever, wherever uh, it was hit, I'm going to try to hit it, uh, shoot it. Uh, okay, you were aiming last round. Uh, yep. uh, go ahead. That uh, for the game, it gives me. Uh, does that give me a plus two or not? It's exactly the same as marksman if you ever moved. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you hit it. 
Okay. Not with a raise. raise. Uh, yeah, actually, parry is seven, so not with a raise. Not with a raise. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Nah, this is not a. This is a, sh- a gun. So yeah, shoot you the raise. Uh, yeah. Do you also? Is your gun also one of the right hand of the devil sort of things? Uh, the, I have right hand of the devil, but I think that went for my double barrel, not the damage. Yep, so yeah, so yeah, the damage doesn't really matter. Uh, you do shoot it. Uh, I mean, you do see bits of its flesh go. <laughs> the damage uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't, unfortunately. <laughs> it is immune to physical damage like this. Ah, bollocks. Uh, Eddie. <laughs> Good shot. Um, Great placement. I am going to follow what Sarah has done and shoot again. Sure, and you are roboting. All right, just give me a minute. Wow, you missed. Oh, well, I'm not as good as Sarah. All right, and Wematai. Hex Lash on um, well, she hasn't seemed to do anything to... Well, no, she chipped a little bit. Her axe worked, she just didn't do so, yep. Okay, let's see what happens if she hits it with the same axe again. Does it do the same thing? No, nope, oh. she... <coughs> Almost exactly. <laughs> yep. Alright, next round. The thing that does not like Luke goes first. I will spend a chip to not be shaken. Thank you. And uh, it will try to consume you again, which starts with the grapple. So fight and roll from you. Nice fighting roll. Mm. Oh, you win this time. Uh, mm. So you're able to, to kind of push yourself out of the gooey mass. Sarah. Luke has popped out of uh, one of its orifices. Um, can I try to grab Luke and drag him away? Uh, you're up the you're stairs partway, uh, so you're not very close. I mean, you could run over there, uh, but you would not be able to get very far with him. Okay. Um, I will run over there, though. Okay, so you run down the stairs, get into the melee. Um, okay, good enough. And I'm gonna, if I, if, even if I can't move him, I'm going to grab him so I can pull at him. Sure. Uh, Luke, uh, he, she's grabbed one of your arms and is trying to pull you away. Um We'll let you respond to that on your turn. Young, uh, Luke has been vomited out, apparently. <laughs> or perhaps shat out. <laughs> hmm. Well, I know that fire damages it now, so I will look around here for any other combustible sort of chemically things. Um, sure, I tell you what. Go ahead and uh, give, me, give me a smarts roll. Oh, a smart roll, you say. Not a if you roll, want, something I'm particularly good. If you want a card, I can throw you hidden stash. Well, um, okay, well, my reasoning. Uh, a smarts roll is there are many chemicals around. Uh, with a smarts yeah. roll, you might be able to find something that's caustic. If you have another idea of like just noticing something that might be... No, nope. no, I don't have any sort of ideas. I'll be just lamenting the fact that I have a D for smarts. Uh-huh. Um... I will give you this, that you don't even need to roll for. I did say that the tank was connected by a bunch of wires to uh, a machine that had a bunch of blinking lights and buttons, and those electrical cables are just kind of laying there. That could be anything. I don't know about that. It's not <laughs> a puzzle box, so I don't All know right. much. So let's just roll. Let's 
trick roll was a natural one, and I rolled a two. So, yep, can't see anything around here. Now. Young doesn't see any open fires when it comes down to. Um, <laughs> Even this torch is inflammable. Why am I carrying it? <laughs> uh, Eddie. I will unload again. I just want to stay away from it and shoot at it. Sure. You're probably up on the steps a little bit too, so you've got a you know you're slightly above everyone shooting down into it, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, what Sarah was doing. Right Correct. Right? He missed again. <laughs> oh boy, this this monster is really shaking me up. It really has. Uh, we must I. Well, she has not been able to do anything to it. So well, she missed the last one. Uh, the first time she hit, she did succeed no, in cutting off did. bits of it. All right, so she will try and chop it again. That is fine. Let's see if she can actually hit anything. No, this is a slippery creature where her axe is just bouncing off of its hides and just can't cut into the right parts of it. Yeah, it's surprisingly rubbery. Mm. Uh, Luke, Sarah's got a hold of your arm and is trying to pull you away. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. So can I have a smart sword to realize that the electricity is there? Because <laughs> I know what it would do, but I'm not sure. I tell you what, since, since you are frightened into this attack mode, Albert, I will require the smarts roll. Otherwise, I yeah. would just say you know it. So, yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. A smart sword to think of that sort of thing. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I just shake off here and go back to shooting it like normal. Good for me. Yay. Next turn. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fill it full of holes. Uh, next turn, Sarah with a joker, which is... Apropos, as uh, he's you know he shakes off your arm and starts plugging it with bullets, which seem to be doing almost nothing. Uh, you've got the Joker, so whatever your action is, it's done at a plus two bonus. Uh, I am going to grab Luke and haul him away. All right, it is a strength versus strength contest. <laughs> or agility. I mean, you can try and weasel out of her um, uh, her grip, but uh, go ahead and uh, Sarah, go ahead and. Uh, it makes sense that this is not a grapple because she's um, she's not having to fight him to hold him, right? She's just no. reaching out to grab him. And uh, saying, I wouldn't see me directly dodging her, so I would right. say, say strength is what we want. So that's, that's free. That's free. So it's going to be a, f- a strength roll to see if you can actually move him away, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. behold my mighty strength. If oh, wow. you and the 15. creature both roll the same number, half of Luke gets <laughs> left behind. There we go. Uh, yeah, she's, she's incredibly <laughs> strong. Apparently, uh, I am pretty, incredibly weak. <laughs> yes. You yank, you drag him, you drag Luke away. He's still kicking and probably still firing with his gun at it, yelling expletives uh, as he's being dragged away. Uh, you're trying to drag him up the stairs, I take it? Oh, yes. Okay, very good. You drag Luke. Uh, got a raise, two races on that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am still looking around for chemicals or things which burn. Okay. Um, Rags. All oh, these papers, they will burn. Unfortunately, it's got to be a smarts roll because the notice roll, there is nothing flammable obvious. It's going to have to be your Except intellect. Except those papers so. right there well, on that's, the desk. That's fair. That yeah, we you can say that. About. Well, no, no, no. no you, not true because uh, Sarah grabbed the papers. She oh, did you? All of them. Yeah. yeah. Every single one. All right. Then I will continue to look around for stuff. Hmm. I wonder if the desk would burn. Never mind. Desks. Okay, four. So, what did uh, what did you figure out? You can go for the electricity. You can go for a caustic uh, something that's bubbling on the shelf there. I'm looking for a ghost rock or a ghost rock powered 
boiler in here. Would you find a boiler. Up, it's not lit. Yeah. Uh, and it does appear that it has a few nuggets of ghost rock in a pail nearby. Woo! That's the pail that I'm going to scatter all over it and then set a light as soon as I can. Okay. Um... You rolled a four, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. say that's that's the action. If you that's fine, yep. aced oh, it, and let you keep going. Uh, Luke, you're being dragged away. You can fight against it, or you can just keep shooting from being dragged. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep shooting ineffectually. <laughs> you empty your gun into it as she drags you away. Yep, and then I keep clicking. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we, go. Uh, we it's defeating her. It's more powerful than she is. Now you and Weematai have uh, have gotten to be very close. So if you last round got this aha moment, uh, Weematai could pick up on it and maybe help you with that if you want to do that. Or she just might be really pissed off at the creature. That she might. Be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just say she's annoyed at the creature right now and is just going to fusely attack its rubbery sure. flesh right now. Don't you have the car which doubles the melee attack? I do. Yeah. Yeah. It just says double the melee attack that was just done. Uh, oh, she hit oh it. a seven. She can actually hit it this time. She hit it. Let's see if she can right. reach its toughness. So it goes in with a nine. So you shake just it. enough. So, yeah, the axe goes deep into one of its things. When it pulls out all of the green goop that was inside it, or whatever color it should be in the proper light, it looks green down here, sprays out everywhere, yeah. covering, covering many people in the goop that was inside. It's mostly you and Weimatai. I think everyone else is out of the area. I'm over by the bucket. Oh, that's true. You moved. It's just Weimatai, then. <laughs> She's covered in it. Covered in the blood of her enemies. Yes. Her yeah. favorite scent. Eddie. Um, I am going to yell, or not yell, but say in a very loud voice, let's get the hell out of here. Okay. Uh, are you going to take an action? Talking's free. Um, if Luke and Sarah are close, I will grab them and start pulling Luke away. Yeah, Luke's still fighting Sarah somewhat. So if you want to grab his other arm, I'll say you'll be able to get him up and out of here between the two of you. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Good enough. All right. The thing that does not like Luke now does not like Young, who is between it and Luke. Uh, No, actually, Wematai is. Uh, It is going to lash out a tendril at Wematai. And this is my God. <laughs> what would you spend most of your life in a metal tub? I guess you don't really have a great deal of control over your appendages. <laughs> uh, Luke with a joker. <laughs> you're, each of your arms, one of them's got one arm, one of them's got the other arm, and they're literally just dragging you up the stairs as you're clicking your now empty gun. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing I can really do with that, unfortunately. Well, if if, if you really yeah, I can try, want to, yeah, you can I can try, try and, and break, break the hold. Yeah, I'll try and break the hold so I can rush back down there. All right. <laughs> but I really don't see that happening. I remember right, you can do it with either strength or agility. You can try and squirm your way out. I'll do agility, yeah. Right. That's with a plus two. Well, no. <laughs> I'm not even going to have them roll. They've, they've got you tight. <laughs> they've got you tight. I ended up twisting myself in my own clothes and just sort of bind myself. <laughs> it's, now, it's now like I'm wearing a straight jacket. Somehow I managed to twist my coat around so I'm wearing a straight jacket. <laughs> uh, Eddie, uh, you got a long stairway. You're just going to continue to power up with uh, Luke, who's still struggling a bit? Uh, yes. I am. 
Okay, so yeah. then I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's both of your actions this round for Eddie and Sarah. You will get yourselves and Luke up and out of uh, this area, up through the door. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. The thing that doesn't like Luke now doesn't like Weemetai and is thrashing around trying to hit her. Aha! He might have hit her. What is Weemetai? Isn't he shaking? He's shaking. He's shaking. Yeah, You're right. Misses. You're right. Uh, so I will, I will have paid a ship there so he wasn't shaking. All right. Yeah, that hits. Weemetai's power is only seven. So. All right. Hits Weemetai. Um, does. How much damage do you do, Mr. Critter? Two points of damage. Plus, okay. That's not horrible. Um, it's mostly from its bulk. It does nine points. Which is enough to shake her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically a stunning blow across uh, her shoulder and face. And Young. Oh, do not do that. Uh, well, he's going to drop the torch into the bucket of ghost rock and then just dump the bucket of ghost rock on top of the creature. Nice. Um, okay. Ghost Rock is pretty flammable. It, it uh, lights up. The howl starts in the room from the burning Ghost Rock. And uh, you're throwing it at the creature? Or are you just going to push it into the creature? I'm just going over it. Yeah. I mean, turn the bucket upside down on top of it. Sure. Uh, we're going to call it a fighting roll because it's not going to let you. It's going to try and get out of the way. So do it a fighting roll. <sighs> if, you, if you hit or if you if you succeed... Uh, you're going to upend the burning ghost rock all over it. I will roar out. Just roar, screaming at it as I do so. Because <laughs> this is obviously the breath of the dragon. There you go. Look at me, I'm breathing fire. <laughs> oh, uh, with the uh, rain. Wow. Oh my god. 33? All right, not only uh, are you able to upend it, but uh, it kind of forms this puddle as it's trying to get away from the fire, and uh, it's like you're dumping it right into the core of it. Uh, so you upend the bucket right right into the middle of this creature, and uh, it tries to get away, but uh, it, it's as, you know, it's kind of formed itself almost cylindrical, and you've dumped it in like you're <laughs> dumping it into a barrel. It really did not help itself here. <laughs> All right, uh, and it's horrible, horrible smell fills the area. The smoke that's coming off it is like this putrid kind of greenish gray you know, bits start floating around the air. It's highly toxic. It's like you start gasping and choking, but it is thrashing and writhing around. It doesn't seem to be able to hold its shape together. Uh, it's like a puddle one moment, and it's like pulled itself into a tight ball the next moment and inside of it you can see the glowing embers of the ghost rock that seem to be causing it to expand 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 Weebasai who is shaken is next to it well she tries to unshake to begin with with her amazing yep nice then um, I guess she will try and leave because it does not look like it is doing good things. Uh, running up the stairs. Sounds good. And Sarah, as I said, you and Eddie took your turns to get Luke up and out. You guys push open the top door. Uh, you have made enough racket and with the gunfire going around. There are several orderlies that are in the hall that are coming towards you. They've got uh, like uh, basic small truncheons in their hands. Uh, like, hey, what's going on? So uh, next, next turn, Luke... You've been dragged out down there. 
you are out of the influence of the creature. You're not in this darkened room anymore. The you know, the hospital lights are on, so you're no longer under the effects of that first fear check. Uh, but you're being confronted by uh, a group of three orderlies here, big hulking guys, have cautious in their hands, uh, look rather belligerent as they're coming down the hall to an area you guys shouldn't be in. Yeah. Could I play angry mobs so that they're actually on our side? Um. <laughs> no. No, I was gonna. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. But, uh, you could play angry mobs. Perhaps something that we've got broken down there that opened all the cell doors. They might be on our side. If, if you want to throw the card down, something uh, disastrous will happen, I assure you. Yeah. <laughs> if you want awesome. to do it. <laughs> Uh, I am so tempted. You know what? I am going to do it because I want to see what happens. Okay. Get right. <laughs> Put it on the table. Um, Put on that man. Okay. Good enough. Uh, so, Luke, um, I will tell you what happens with that card at the end of this action round. So, okay. yeah, big burly guys in the hallway look really mad, uh, brandishing their their, uh, <laughs> their their clubs at you. What do you do? I'm going to say that they've unhanded me for this narrative moment. Lunch forward, grab the lapels of one, stare him right in the eyes, and just scream, I hate calamari! <laughs> you have him intimidation. No, don't be silly. Roller does an untrained skill anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh. no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that a success. I'm going to give you a bonus to that because you just came out of this. <laughs> you're wild. Like, your eyes are wild. Yep. And, uh, and the guy's like, Bertrand! One of them got out of the room. This is one of our crazies. Grab him. <laughs> yep. Eddie, uh, they are now convinced that uh, your friend Luke here is one of their inmates, and they're they're trying to apprehend. You still have a uh, you still have a grip on one of his arms, by the way. And Sarah, you still have a grip on his other arm. Uh, yes, yes. We've we've got him. We're, we're escorting him out. Make way, make way. <laughs> okay, uh, you're going to. I agree. Them. <laughs> I'm going to have to what? You're going to have to convince them. Uh, actually, hold on. Uh, that was Eddie's uh, Eddie's turn was to do what? What did you do, Eddie? Um, I was going to do the same thing, but I forgot that Sarah's right there, and Sarah handles this a lot better than I do. We'll put you on hold then, and you can see yeah. how her reaction goes. But before we get to Sarah, Young downstairs, it is definitely in death throes. What slightly concerns you is the fact that it seems to be swelling. Yes, I am not staying here. It is time to go up the stairs. Yep. Away from the downstairs bits and the exploding thing that is going to explode. Time to leave. Upstairs. Run, 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 run. Uh, Sarah, go ahead and uh, speechify them. See if you can persuade them. Sarah never got to pull this off. Uh, Yes, yes. You know, I have this. I'm a doctor. I, I will even give you a plus two because both you and Eddie have had a firm grip on either one of his arms. <laughs> okay, that's probably the worst. Yeah, they, they look a little unsure. Uh, the guy, you know, kind of scratches his head. Just, I don't know about that. Get gotta, out of the way now. Talk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're confused. Uh, they don't try and stop you as you push by, uh, push but you by. see in the distance that there are a bunch more orderlies running this way. Uh, Wematize at the top here, and uh, we're just going to push on a little bit because the thing that does not like Luke explodes! 
and it shakes the foundation of the building. You guys can feel it up here. The lights flicker and uh, go out for just a moment uh, before there's a whir and the lights come back on much dimmer. Uh, but then you see here an alarm going off in the distance. And the orderlies that are rushing up to join yours, who are just kind of milling around now because they're not quite sure what to make of you, the ones in the back are just like, oh my god, the doors are open! The inmates are free! And you start hearing screams and howls uh, up and down the corridor. Uh, um, as the orderlies are engaged. Because time to leave. Yes, leave. Leave. Where to is the question. Where are you going? The the Peterson Asylum, a <clears throat> much trusted uh, bed of uh, medicinal help to those who need it, a quiet, staid environment, has now become a madhouse with screeching inmates running around, tearing at the orderlies who are trying to keep control. And the only way they have to do so is to use their clubs to try and render them unconscious. So some of them are being beaten to death. Some of the orderlies are being pulled apart. It's, it's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. As long as we're not dressed like the orderlies, we should be okay. <laughs> because, you know, inmates are rational beings. <laughs> yeah, well, they've been beat down by the orderlies, so they know what, you know, the orderlies wear. And the yep. or- orderlies wear uniforms. Where are you guys going? Out. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I am following the others. I guess in the lead. And so as well. So. Who, who, who's leading this progression out? It would uh, probably be me, Eddie, and Luke. Okay. Uh, are you guys still holding on to Luke, or have you let him go? Oh, no, I'm still holding on to him. If, he's, okay. if he you... shows any resistance, <laughs> I'm going to drag his butt out of there. You and Eddie, give me smarts roll. <laughs> <laughs> fail, fail. <laughs> oh, damn it. Both of them had a trait roll of a natural one, and they only succeeded on the wild die, though. All right, uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie says, quickest way out's that way. Sarah, you're sure it's that other way. It wasn't what I thought the smart roll was going to be for. Never mind. You guys are trying to figure out the fastest way out without having to go down through all the corridors with the uh, the loonies that are out and about. Um. Well, you know what? I'm smarter. I'm the smartest person here. Eddie's a nice guy, but he's not that smart, so we'll go my way. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Sarah, yeah, you do remember there being a small service exit uh, not too far from where you are. Uh, you rush past a bunch of orderlies who completely ignore you. Um, some of them are uh, they're bringing uh, once again clubs, nets, uh, all kinds of things to try and subdue the inmates uh, as you push open the door and get it out into the relative quiet of the outside. It is dark. Um, well, the moon's giving you a good amount of light out here though and I think uh, Young still has the uh, lantern as well, <clears throat> but you're outside. Uh, the alarm. No, 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 no lantern here. It's been dumped into the. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bucket to start <laughs> the exciting fire. <laughs> so you have a bit of loom, uh, moonlight to illuminate out here. Uh, seems like uh, lights are going on on the inside of the institution in different rooms here and there. You can hear the screams on the outside. The sirens are going off. It's subdued outside. The walls are pretty thick, but uh, yes, bedlam is occurring. Uh, where to? You're outside, uh, unmolested. 
It doesn't look like anyone out here is uh, paying any attention to you or watching you. Okay, yeah. Uh, you guys were be... given a bungalow to stay in. Okay. Um, so you, you could the... head back there if you wanted, or you could just do something else. <laughs> um, back to the bungalow, guys? Where do the doctor, where do you think the doctor is? Probably inside. Well, you, you know that the staff all have, uh, like the bungalow that you were given out here, the staff that stays here uh, have houses uh, around the environs as well. He, he doesn't stay in the hospital. Uh, this late at night, he's likely at home, but you're not sure which one of the huts is his. Okay. Um, well, let's go back and look for one of the huts where the lights are coming on. because oh, lots, lots of lights are coming on. Uh, okay. You know, people are sticking out, standing outside the doors. They've got lanterns in their hands looking to see what the, the ruckus is. Even though the alarms are not as loud outside, they do, you know, you can still hear them. So a bunch hmm. of people are stepping out. Um, right away, you don't see the doctor. Uh, you're seeing, like, the nurse. Nurse Herber has stepped out. She's at one of the close huts to you there. And she shines her light over towards you guys uh, and says, what, what, is, what is happening? I don't know. Do you know what's happening? It's just a ruckus. Uh, are those alarms? It sounds like alarms. Oh, it's, it's, it's best you stay inside. Uh, 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 things will be attended to by the orderlies. She looks okay. fearful. Okay. I am going to, with an arm wrapped around Luke, <laughs> head, towards, uh, head towards our bungalow. Sure. Uh, yours is not too far from Nurse Herbert's. Uh, I'm calling out, stay away from the squid, stay away from the squid! Uh, can't wait to get you back onto a boat. um okay so you all pile into your bungalow on the way to the bungalow does it look like anybody is running to somebody else's house no uh but there are more of the large strapping lads that seem to be in their night clothes and they're starting to run towards the sanitarium uh the nurses uh the, some of the other junior doctors you see are out um once you know they're all in their uh night clothes clothes robes looking but they're not going towards it they're letting the <laughs> the large strapping men handle things uh, you don't see the doctor his house may or his bungalow may be on the other side of the sanitarium but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of hubbub. A lot of people are walking from door to door asking if anyone knows what's going on. Um, no one's approaching you guys right now. Nurse uh, Herbert was the just the only one to talk to you. Okay. Um, hmm. We might want to get out of here. Or we might want to circle around and see... Um, if there's any of the houses where people have left and searched them, or at least try to identify. Uh, real quick, before you go too much into your conversation, are you standing outside or have you gone inside? Oh, no, we're inside. Okay. Inside. Go right ahead. Once right. inside, I'm assuming they let me go at some point. I'm yeah. Grab Dragon and hold him predictively, striking him. Dragon nuzzles in. He, he smells okay. like calamari. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. oh, fish again. Oh, poor cat. I would think Wemetai smells the most like. Uh... Yes, yes, she's oh, yeah. covered. Oh, oh. Never, never it is. Covered. 
Okay. So, uh, okay. First off, clean up. Second off, um, you... Do you think we need to search the doctor's bungalow, or doctor's house, if we can identify it? Or do you think we should just get out of here? What, why? What? Why are we here? They were trying to find the whereabouts of one of the patients. Two of the patients. Salazar and Bruce, you were supposed to check up on them. Right. Mm-hmm. Richard knows this. I am asking them, but... Yes. Not... Yes, we're, well, we're trying sub- to... Sorry. I shouldn't say that. We're trying right. to... So why would we search the doctor's thing? Why were we searching down there? What are we doing? Who was... in? Cho- who do we think was in charge of that thing down there? Don't know. Just trying to find the whereabouts and check up on these two guys. These two men. Yeah, we weren't able to find them previously when we were in there. They were tra- taken away for special... Sealed away for them, special treatment or something, I think. Right. And do we have any notes which say where people have gone or anything? Do we know whose experiment that was downstairs? No. Not that I, I don't believe we do. I asked about initials or names on the notes or on the outside of the notebook, and there didn't seem to be any. And nobody has told us any other evidence of who has been trying to keep that thing alive. Eddie, in particular, took time to look at the handwriting and see if it matched uh, Dr. Peterson's notes on his desk that were out, and very different handwriting styles. So it's a split personality we're dealing with. <laughs> well, it could be. I mean, his office didn't look... Something was out of place in his office. Uh, Sarah noticed that. So nobody knows anything else. Nope. 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 Okay. Well, then we will clean up here and, well, I do not know what's will happen after that. Just wait till the morning and see the aftermath and uh, Sarah has some of the, some some of the of files you, sorry, on some Somebody patients. suggested searching the doctor's place? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, but we have to figure out which one it is first. Anybody you could ask who the doctor's house is? We'd have to go and make me social in the middle of a upset. Now keep in mind, I said that a lot of people were just kind of standing out front of their bungalows, kind of watching what was going on, uh, and they were moving back and forth, talking with one another. Well, we could probably join in that and, you know, mention or say, has a doctor been notified? You know, has somebody gone there and talked to him? And they would probably know where he is, if he's on this side or the other side. True. Well, we need to make sure that we're fairly clean and presentable and normal-looking when we do this. So, clean up. Uh, we may take too much time to do that, though. This could be over shortly. Well, I mean, there's only a couple of people that really have to clean up. Yeah, Weebutai and uh, Luke, you, you're the only ones that are, you know, dripping with the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young's got a little bit on him, but not a lot. <laughs> well, perhaps the talkie people could go do some talkie bits, and the rest of us, the rest of us, stay here and clean up. 
Okay. Yeah. Split the body! <laughs> well, if you want to do that, uh, stepping outside your bungalow, uh, there are several uh, of the asylum's uh, staff are kind of gathered around Nurse Huber's house, and they seem to be uh, talking amongst each other. Uh, when they see you step out, they kind of motion you over. Uh, okay. And once again, everyone's kind of standing around in their their robes, and uh, it's like, yeah, did, uh, there was an earthquake. Did you feel it? And right before the alarms and everything went off. Uh, so they're just kind of uh, gossiping as to what might be going on. Who's going out? Who's who's going out to talk? I uh, think Sarah and myself. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that is all. All right. Um, I'm inside helping women until I get out of those clothes. Yes, yes. She may need help getting <laughs> it off her back. You know. <laughs> um, all right. So you guys join in. Um, Nurse uh, Herber has got a, a, a crystal uh, decanter out and is uh, feeling filling people's glasses. She offers uh, both of you some glasses just to calm your nerves, uh, she says. Oh, yes, I, yes, I, yeah, I felt it too uh, in a, an earthquake, uh, a rumbling uh, not, not that long ago. Did you, did you all feel it? Yes, yes. So that's what it was, an earthquake? Oh my, oh my, yes. Uh, you know, the, the rooms are, uh, uh, it, it could have released the locks, the locks on some of those rooms. I, I wonder if that's what's going on, if some of the inmates got out. Oh, that would be unfortunate. Oh, they, 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 all the staff look at you and kind of nod along. These, you know, many of them have uh, violent, violent personalities. Oh, but the orderlies should be able to handle that? Oh, of course. Uh, hopefully with minimal injuries to, to, to our staff and uh, to the patients, of course. But uh, Nurse he- Herber uh, it looks like very... Uh, just uh, she's drinking her uh, <laughs> drinking her whiskey and is trying to calm herself. She said, "I I was here when this happened a few years ago. It was it was really bad." I want to look. I want to look scared and a little shaken so I can get more whiskey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's not AAA, but it's not bad. Oh, um, yeah. Well, the discussing about uh, Nurse Herber seems to have been here longest amongst them all. Some of them are asking, "Well, what happened three years ago?" And she said, "Well, uh, there was." Uh, a quake uh, in the facility. Uh, it uh, released some of the inmates then, and uh, they, they they just went on a murder spree. We uh, we we keep most of those uh, sedated uh, and uh, tied now, uh, but there's still many of them that only present these uh, symptoms as the as uh, the, the moon is in certain phases. Uh, we certainly don't have as many of them now as we did then, but oh. Oh, I, I remember poor Jimmy. He was he was my favorite of the orderlies. Such a nice young man. They, they tore him apart, limb from limb. We found his head in the trash can. I, I want to look up at the moon. <laughs> I, I pour her another another glass. Yeah. She's already a little... You can tell she's had several shots. Uh, she yeah. doesn't apparently drink much, um, and she's had more than is normal for her, so she's a little unsteady. Oh, and... Uh, Oh, Doctor, it's Doctor Peterson, right? Yes. Yes. So is Doctor Peterson um, at the facility, or is he going to wait for the orderlies to restore order? Um, everyone kind of looks uh, looks uncomfortable for a moment, uh, and Nurse Herbert says, "Well, um, you wouldn't know, of course, uh, honey. Uh, this is uh, not being uh, a part of our facility here, but uh, Doctor Peterson works really hard at long hours, and he often takes sleeping droughts. Um, it's likely that we won't see him up and about until uh, the sunrise." 
uh, this commotion wouldn't have wakened him, and I don't know that we could wake him if we wanted to. Oh, okay. No, I was just I was just wondering. Each facility has different procedures. Oh yes, yes, and uh, well, currently uh, the lads are handling things. Um, you hear the sound of shattering glass as a body is hurled through one of the windows. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, the, I'm sure they got it all under control. Fill up her yeah. glass with with that. The body that was hurled out of the window, was that an orderly or a patient? Patient. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be moving on the ground outside of the window. Uh, yeah. Let me guess. Above the fourth floor? He jumped. Honestly, he just jumped. Yeah. Now, this facility's only got uh, two floors in a basement. So okay. It's only like a ten-foot drop, but uh, the patient probably wasn't alive when it hit the glass. <laughs> I suppose you have to make an extra effort to make him out of the fourth floor. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. So at. Okay. So oh. Is, so oh. So um. Does he does he live on this side of the compound or on the other side? Oh no, the, the far side. Uh, his is uh is the the the, the bungalow that's uh, a bit larger than the others. It's set kind of uh, away as well. Uh, he likes his privacy. Yeah, he had uh, that one. Uh, specially made. Um, just right around that way. You follow the path there. You'll see it. Oh. If okay. you would like, you can certainly try to knock on his door and see if you can awaken him. But uh, it is his, this was practice to take these sleeping droughts uh, when he's had a particularly trying days. And it will, uh, likely he won't be able to hear you to answer. It's best to just let him sleep. But uh, I would hate to have not tried and uh, talked to him. I mean, he really should know she's kind of She's kind of starting to bite on her fingernail. You can tell that she's in no condition to walk. And she is. Uh, she is blotto. <laughs> well, I'll. I'll. If you don't mind, then um, I will go and see if I can inform him. Um, you know, I mean, if he doesn't wake up, he doesn't wake up, and there's nothing that I can do. And it, yes, it is best to let someone sleep, sleep those things through. But. Um, you know, I can walk over there and leave him a, at least knock on the door and leave him a note. When you offer, the rest of the staff look relieved. They're like, yeah, well, that's a great idea. Seeing as you're already dressed and all, um, we should probably be getting back to sleep. Uh, th- thanks for the whiskey. They look very relieved to pass that duty on to you. Huh. Nurse Herber says, oh, I really should go with you. Let me just hike up my... And she bends down to try and lace her shoes. And, and I'm going to try fall. to catch her before she hits the ground. <laughs> she falls over and is just out. She's just out cold. Yep. Okay. Um, she's not married or anyone else in the house? No. Okay, then I'm going to do the standard... Nice rocking chair on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put her in in the rocking chair. If there's a shawl or anything around, tuck her in nicely. Um, I can just imagine that Eddie dove for the decanter so that it didn't yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, I did See, that. That is why. That's why Eddie and I make a great team. We know, each know our priorities and can work seamlessly <laughs> together. No injured nurses. No injured whiskey. And who's to say which is the most important? All right. Well, uh, Eddie, shall we? Yes, we shall. Or it's sh- been long enough that I can say that the guys, everyone in the house, you've had enough time to got a basic rinse off anyway. Um, so if you wanted to join them, you could be done. Let's stop. Yeah, let's stop by yeah, and sure. pick up our, yeah. our companions first. Okay. 
so <laughs> destinkified. Oh well. well, we are not. Hang on a second. We need to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we go. Right. When the tide becomes particularly amorous when she's bathed in the blood of her enemies, that's uh, <laughs> frightening, frightening woman. Um, <laughs> okay, so now what? Following the directions that we were given, we head off towards. Uh, oh, I'm going to uh, get a sheet of paper um, and make sure I have a sheet of paper and a pencil or something enough to write a note. And just in case it's needed, and head off towards the good doctor's bungalow. Okay. Uh, and I'll reload my gun, of course. <laughs> um, this time, however, I am going to take my shotgun with me. Well warranted, considering that there are loose lunatics about, right? right. Yes. Correct. <laughs> and I reloaded my Darren. And now they've got a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, and there's also inmates. <laughs> yeah, and I, re- and I reloaded my Derringer. I'm going to load up my, my Colts as well. All right. Plus so extras. Follow the path <clears throat> path around. Um, there are several people uh, out in their robes kind of waiting to see what's going on. Uh, a lot of talking. Some people sitting out smoking. Um, several people not as you as you go by. No one's really engaging you. Uh, the layout on this side of the sanitarium is much like the other one. But there is a larger bungalow that is slightly away from the rest. Most of them have... You know, several several feet around them, giving each one a little yard. But this one's much further away, and it's up on just a little hill, a little rise, so it kind of looks down upon the rest of them. Uh, there are no lights on. A few people wave to you, um, stop and ask if you know what's going on. They're seeing that you're armed. <laughs> oh, oh my. Should, maybe I should be back inside. This looks dangerous. I, I always... I always uh, make sure that I walk ar- that I walk around armed at night in bizarre situations. Um, well, there's a there there is a uh, it was an earthquake, and I did see uh, what looked like a patient tumble out of one of the windows. So, and there's was some very faint alarms going off. So I'm just concerned that you know. I just don't want to run into a, uh, a, a an inmate in the dark, um, unarmed. Guy just shakes his head, says, "Oh, there's going to be so much paperwork in the morning." Yeah, oh, I know these things always trigger a lot of paperwork. I don't. I do not envy you. He just shuts his door. I like the pause there, Sarah says, "I always go out armed when things are." <laughs> Okay, well, um, if you proceed on to what is uh, likely the doctor's bungalow, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, there are no lights on, every every other bungalow out has lights on. Someone's got, either they've lit up a torch, um, a lantern, or they're standing on the front porch kind of looking at, over to the sanitarium. Um, this is the only one that seems to be dark. I'll just read this for no apparent reason. Scouts also gain plus two to notice rolls made to avoid surprise and technical situations. <laughs> it's for no reason. No, no reason. reason. No reason at all. <laughs> okay. And no, no particularly vi- bad vibes coming from this place. It just it looks like all the other ones. It's a little bit bigger. It's just dark. Okay. Any nameplate or anything on it just to verify? Uh, no, no, no one has nameplates on them. Uh, apparently everyone pretty much knows where everyone else lives that works here. 
Uh, okay. Uh, planters, rocker, anything? Yes, uh, the ubiquitous uh, rocking chair is on the porch. Uh, he does apparently like his plant life, as he does have several potted plants uh, hanging from the eaves. They look like they're well-kept and well-trimmed. Uh, looks like he might be a bit of a cook, as uh, many of them are herbs. Herbs? Culinary herbs or herbs? Not culinary. Culinary. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> little wolf's bane over here. Little mandrake over here. <laughs> you never know. That term is very generic. Okay. All right. And there's no... Does it... Um, like, does anything look like it's been on the porch for a little while? Or does it just look like... No, the place is actually really well left kept. I mean... The hedges are trimmed very well. The grass around it has been uh, has been scythed down. It's nice and neat. Looks like a doctor's house, or at least someone that is very meticulous. Okay. At which point, then, I am going to uh, knock on the door. Okay. Uh, pull open the... Uh, it's got kind of a screen door on it, uh, so that you can let uh, a breeze in at night without letting the insects in. And you go to knock... <coughs> Rap on it a couple times, so there's no answer, but then the door wasn't closed. Oh. Okay. Uh, I want to be on the porch up next to Sarah. I just want to do a scout around the outside of the place first before we, you know, and goes, um, (laughs) I'm saying this out loud. Yeah. Um, Sure. You look around. Uh, It's got got two windows on uh, opposite sides, window on the front. It has a back door. Uh, there's a small shed uh, in the back area of the property. Everything looks pretty much the same all the way around it. Once again, nice and clean and tidy, well kept. Is the back door also open? Uh, no, it is okay. locked. The shed is smallish, uh, you know, probably just big enough for the hand tools he needs to keep his grass uh, trimmed and maybe some shears and that sort of thing. Um, give me a notice roll. Billy. Yeah, um, padlock. Hmm, that's odd. On his small little shed. Hmm. Well, can you ever trust things? If any inmates get out, you don't want them to get to the tools in the shed. Say it's a secret passage to get back into the building. Alright, uh, well, this uh, might be a good place for a break here. Uh, let's take a bio break. Sharon needs to take a few more minutes in the morning, so uh, let's take, take a 10. I guess it sounds good. Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at thecompetech.com. If you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. You can find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening.